Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. And, te- and also a Jack Adams winning coach. I mean, we, we haven't really talked about that much. And obviously, th- those are all awards that they don't mean as much as the Stanley Cup. So uh, obviously, they... Going out in the first round of the playoffs doesn't necessarily show that you're the best coach of all time, but clearly he was doing something right during the regular season. Um, and I going into his second year, it'll be interesting to see the dynamic that they have with him because he seemed to always be the nice guy because they were always winning. So what kind of a coach is he when they're not winning as much? You know, what, where does he have to step in and do things differently than he did last year? Um, because inevitably – it's not the same team and he's going to have to change up the way he does things a little bit. Uh, and he's going to have to pull strings and put lines together and, you know, make, make some tough decisions potentially along the way tougher than what he had to do last year. The, the coaching is definitely something we haven't talked about. That is for sure. That's another, that's another area where we can talk about their deficiencies in the postseason, lack of, adjustments or or personnel decisions that we feel like they could have made or or whatnot but i mean yeah jim montgomery is if nothing else right he has shown that he can get the best out of guys certainly in the regular season and and as i mentioned earlier we can't look we can't look to next april because we have to focus on i say we like we're on the team but um but the bruins can't focus on next april they have to focus on on september and then October, November in that order and not look too far ahead. But Jim Montgomery has shown that uh, he's, he can, he can optimize a roster. And so can he, can, can Jim Montgomery turn, can he, can he get, you know, Milan Lucci's to put up 20 points? I don't know. He put up 17 last year under Daryl Sutter. Um, can he get, can he get Jesper Boquist and Morgan Geeky to, to reach their ceilings? I mean, he did it with, he did it with Trent Frederick last year, and you can sit there and, and say it was Pablo Taylor Zaka Hall. Pablo Zaka is Pablo somebody Zaka. that he put in the right situation to succeed last right. year. Yeah, and like with Trent Frederick, you can say he was with Taylor Hall. With Pablo Zaka, you can say he was with David Pasternak, and and, and those those guys leads to production production for those guys. But but yeah, I mean Montgomery installed instilled trust in those guys, and, and he got the best out of them. So he's gonna have to do that again this year. And and yeah, I mean you go we go into this season ultimately like again we know we know what this team was on paper as recent as, th- recent as three months ago. So we get the loss, but we, we, we haven't really just taken a minute to, 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 to recognize what they are going into the season with. And what they're going into this season with is a, is a top five decor. It's a top two, probably three, but maybe probably top goaltending tandem. And, and yeah, and, and, and a very, very um, capable and established coaching staff, especially in the regular season. So, um, and, a and, capable and have forwards. What's that? And, and capable management that, I mean, I even Swayman mentioned today how even though negotiations and everything were something he didn't want to go through, that he still thinks that they have really capable management that wants to do what's best for the team. And 
Don, talking about Don Sweeney, I assume, um, though there's other other people involved in uh, making moves and, and trying to put the best team together that they can with the restraints that they have. Um, it's not like we're good. It's not like the Red Sox, right? I hate to bring the Red Sox into this, but it's not like at the trade deadline, you just go, ah, you know, it's, it's good enough. Like they're not, he's not Heimbloom. He's going to be working his butt off to try to find ways to make the team better. If they're in that position come trade deadline that it seems like, okay, well there might just be this player short. They're going to do it. Um, he's a smart GM. They trust him after last season even though some of the business side of things they're not happy or Swayman wasn't happy with. Um, he said there wasn't any ill will. And I think he still trusts Don Sweeney to, to do some, to, to do the right thing that, to help the team. So I feel like they, as a group from management to coaching to players, all do kind of feel like they're working together and have the same goal. Like unlike the Red Sox, unfortunately, I feel like they don't, um, but that's, that. We are in baseball season, so that's why I'm going to end up there. But um, by the way, ra random housekeeping note on the coaching staff: the Bruins still need a D coach. John Gruden left to become head coach of the Toronto Marlies in the AHL, and uh, I'm sure they have someone in mind, and you know, are probably working towards finalizing it. But that has gone on longer than than I was anticipating. They haven't announced anything yet. And you and you liked what he brought to the table last year, Scott, right? Activating the uh, was it activating the defense more? Certainly in the power play. Yeah, uh, I, I think he was a big part of getting the defense more involved offensively. I think, you know, the the power play was him and Montgomery working together, and obviously there were stretches where the power play was great, and then there was that long drought late late in the regular season where, you know, you kind of wonder if they could have done more to try to jumpstart that a little bit earlier, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think for the most part, you know, John Gruden was definitely an asset for them last year. So, you know, my guess is Montgomery probably wants someone who has, you know, a similar approach in terms of wanting defensemen to, to be active. I think that's just in Montgomery's style, go back to anywhere he's been as a coach. Um, but yeah, obviously, whatever they have in mind, it uh, has not been finalized yet. And I, I think they like... Adam McQuaid where he is, but we, we, when you did speak to Mason Laura, he talked about how good a job that Adam McQuaid did helping him in his development. So that's someone who might be able to kind of work with the younger players. Cause obviously Adam McQuaid, not that far removed from playing in the NHL and obviously a really great defenseman for the Bruins. I, I don't know if maybe he'd be considered or if they really like him in that role, or maybe he doesn't even want to leave that role with player development. Um, so I, who knows? Yeah. He, he was the first name I thought of when Gruden left, but to your point, I think they, I think they do really like him where he is in player development. I think he's been really good in that role. And I think McQuaid really likes that role. I think he likes being like hands-on with prospects and, you know, getting out to their colleges or junior teams. Yeah, I and, see and him it, often at yeah. Hockey East games, so. Yeah, so I don't know. I, I imagine they're both pretty happy with, with where that is, but I guess it could still be an option for, for sure. Like, I'm, you know, if we're thinking about that possibility, like, I'm sure, obviously, they did. All right, so for Bruins, for Bruins fans listening, what is something that, that 
they could be looking forward to here in the next in the next three, four, five weeks here. I mean, obviously, like I said, training camp isn't isn't too far away. Uh, are there any other uh, times where the Bruins are going to be hitting the ice at some point this summer, gearing up for training camp? No, really not until uh, rookie camp, which is like the week before training camp. That's out, that's out in Buffalo, um, and they play – they do like a, a few practices, and then there's the kind of like three or four-team tournament where they'll play they a few games. They call it like games. the Prospects Challenge or something like that, something challenge. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, that's kind of it, though. Like really nothing until September, obviously – all their internal contract situations are now settled. So, you know, I guess we're still waiting for some sort of announcement from Krejci. If he even makes an announcement, I could see Krejci just like disappearing and not not telling anyone what he's doing or, you know, at least not like not saying publicly. Obviously I think he's, he's told the Bruins what he's doing, but um, at least publicly, like, I don't think he, I don't think he wants to do like a press conference like Bergeron did. I don't, think he needs the Bruins social media team to do a whole week of like devoted posts to him. Um, I kind of think crazy would be happy to just sort of fade away into the South Carolina sunset and, you know, not be in the spotlight. Well, let me yeah, ask he's you though. Not... No, go ahead, Bridget. He's not one for, for the spotlight. He's, he's shy. He's yeah. very, one of the more shy people we talk to. He's definitely not. But I, I mean, look, th- this is a topic we haven't talked about, and I guess I'll, I'll give you get, get you guys' two cents on it. We all are on the same page, Krejci, to your point. We're like 99.9% sure he's done. If he weren't done and he were to come back, I mean, I still think Pavel Zaka is probably going to maybe be looked at as like the top center on a scoring line, right? I mean – would it would it bump coil down to a would it would it, would crazy be a third line like I, what would you even do in that situation like it, it, it's weird because at this stage in his career like I don't think he's an upgrade uh, over Zaka he's an upgrade over Coil from an offensive standpoint but Coil's probably better defense I mean I, I don't, that would be a a a a, a post Bergeron existence but still having Krejci is something I just my brain's not capable of comprehending right now <laughs> at this stage in Krejci's career. So I don't even know where you'd want to fit him in if you were to come back. I guess we, until that door closes, we should at least entertain what the Bruins would look like. Well, I mean, we talk about they're they're clearly a number one center shy at least as we speak right now. We don't know what Zaka becomes, but I mean, you. I think Zaka good. becomes Bergeron and Krejci stays exactly where he was, like with Pasternak. Krejci stays with Pasternak. You would think. I think so. Yeah, I think so. And I think you, I think you can convince yourself that Zaka is a close enough player to Bergeron that that line makes sense. Like with him centering uh, Marshawn and DeBrusque. Hmm. Yeah, I, I, I can see that. I think that that probably is the line that makes the most sense is Marshawn, Zaka, DeBrusque, Van Riemsdyke, Krejci, Pasternak. It's not a lot of speed for Pasternak to play with. I was going to say, that's true. Faster left wing on that line somehow. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, yeah. Or would you go Martian, crazy DeBrus? I don't know. I, I do think if crazy's back, he wants to be playing with Pasternak. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, you could do that. And I, I think, you know, based on like the, the comments crazy made to that Czech newspaper, and just some things I've heard, like it, it does sound like he's open, like maybe not totally slamming the door shut, 
right now and like could be open to playing later in the season or something. But I think that's more with an eye towards, as we've said before, the world championships in Prague next spring. I think the, the world championships is something that means more in Europe than it does here because we're consumed by the Stanley cup playoffs at the time in the spring. Um, I think it would mean something to crazy to play in that in his home country. But that means he's like, he's not coming back to the Bruins then because the, the playoffs are going on. So if he comes back to the Bruins and their playoff team, which they, we think they would be, you can't do both. You can't play in the Stanley cup playoffs and play in the world championship in Prague, unless you're, planning on an early exit right because some guys go after losing the first round but like what kind of plan is that that that's not a plan you got to pick one of the others so i i think if Krejci plays at all it would be with an eye towards the world championships and not towards the stanley cup which means by the way guys you forgot the, the option of the check line staying together <laughs> I at least a perfectly good center, probably, but you're already were thinking you weren't going to have Krejci anyway. So if you could keep the check line together, throw Coil in between Marshawn and DeBrusque, that's an option. I mean, it's not the best option, probably, but it's an option if he's back. It, it gets JVR down to the third line, which is yeah. what what we said would be the ideal spot for him. So I don't see, you know, that could that could be an option, but we're we're thinking it's not going to happen. But no. Well, I, I only bring it up because, I mean, we, we might as well entertain it while it's still technically uh, an option. I mean, it, they haven't closed the door, so it, like I said, it, it's, it doesn't hurt to bring it up for a second. But, yeah, we, we all understand that's not that's not likely. Okay, any final Bruins takes, thoughts, league news takes before we get out of here? Uh, well, I guess we should just quickly mention there was a pretty huge trade in the Eastern Conference, which was the – Penguins getting Eric Carlson from the Sharks in a in a three team deal, and for the sake of time, I won't read through the. Uh, I believe it's twelve pieces that were on the move between the three teams, but obviously the biggest part is the Penguins getting Eric Carlson, which is fascinating because they're obviously a team that you know they're trying to make their one or two final runs while they have Crosby and Malkin, and Carlson is is. A huge addition. Like he had a hundred points last year, won the Norris trophy. We know, you know, he was never a shutdown defenseman. I think in his prime, his defense was better than some people cough. Jack Edwards gave him mm. credit for, but now like his defense actually has slipped. Like it's, it's not good. He is all offense all the time and he is great offensively. Um, but I'm fascinated to see how that fits and what that, does for the penguins because i think i think they got better for sure i think he makes them better but does he make them a cup contender they had let's remember they had a lot of ground to make up they missed the playoffs last year so um and they should not have they should not have and we maybe would have been covering the bruins into june if the penguins if they had drawn the penguins instead of the panthers didn't they lose two games at the end of the season that they needed to win to like columbus and chicago yeah, you it was lost brutal. two of the worst teams in the league to fall out of the playoffs. Yeah, never forget, Bridget. You and I were on that on that same boat. We both said we wanted Pittsburgh, and Scott said he wanted Florida. Yeah, Scott, what the hell do you know? <laughs> no, I wanted Florida <laughs> compared to the Islanders. I didn't. The Islanders were the team I didn't want because oh, I didn't right, want Sorokin. Right, right. 
Oh, that's I apologize. That's yeah. true. You, we yeah, we, we all wanted Pittsburgh first. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. I knew you wanted Florida with somebody. Yeah, yeah, Pittsburgh. I mean, that's that's a funny thing about about the NHL. It's like the Bruins get Pittsburgh. I mean, I know it's easier said than done. I mean, they lost to the Panthers, but I really do think the Bruins beat them in in five. I mean, mm-hmm. five games, and then you play. I don't even know what the bracket would shake out at that point, but regardless. Um, but they got Toronto. Florida. Instead. I think they would have got. Would it still have been Toronto? Yeah. So. You probably you probably beat Toronto, probably six <laughs> six games too, probably seven in Boston. Um, but anyway, it didn't work out that way. So, uh, yeah, Carlson to Pittsburgh. That's interesting. It's definitely uh, they're Back trying to the optimize, Eastern Conference. They're trying to optimize that. Uh, that window for for, the, for their players, it's almost like Pittsburgh seems to be where the Bruins may have been last year, going into last year. I mean, I don't know how many years Crosby and Malkin have left, so we'll see. Um, yeah, Latang too. Latang as well. It's that's that's interesting. Uh, I mean, I've always felt Chris Latang was a was an unbelievable PP one quarterback. Um, you know, I almost wonder, do you not rock the boat too much? And I mean, Crosby has so much chemistry with him. Do you even put Carlson on that first power play instead of Latang? I mean, you're tempted to. I mean, he really. I mean, he's in a league of his own, really, when it comes to providing offense from the back end, especially on the power play. But there's a chemistry factor too. I'm sure they'll play around with it and, and, and see what it looks like. That's kind of how do you not? But uh, if Latang's on PP too, that's a pretty that's a pretty pretty insane quarterback on the second unit. Yeah. They got better. We talked about a lot of teams that got worse uh, and had cap strap issues, but Pittsburgh got better. Yeah, and then I guess the other the other piece of uh, league news is Bruins public enemy number one, Tom Wilson, got honestly just an insane extension. Seven years, six and a half million a year. I... I'm just absolutely flabbergasted at the Capitals for giving out that contract because beyond like, obviously Bruins fans have one view of Tom Wilson, which is like a goon who tries to injure people beyond that. Like Tom Wilson is a good player. Like I'm absolutely not saying he's not good. Like he, he brings real value on the ice aside from just potentially knocking someone out, but a six and a half million dollar player into his mid thirties is crazy to me like that you're paying him like he's one of your three or four best forwards and i just especially like going into the post ovechkin era at some point like i just don't see him as that kind of player i don't see him being one of their offensive leaders for you know seven eight more years because the contract doesn't even kick in until next year so um yeah that that one blew me away when i saw the years and term on that yeah, from that a health perspective sense. too. Yeah, like like how is he going to hold up the way he plays too? Yeah, he. I mean, you can you can dish it, but that usually makes you a bigger target as well on the other end of things. So that's just the kind of style that he plays. And I was I was pretty shocked with the length <laughs> more than anything else. That's that's too long to give. I mean, how many sense. how many games did he even play last year due to injury? I mean, he only played for, what, 25, 30 games last year? Yeah, he missed a lot of time last year. So that's just, I mean, look, it seems to me like they're paying him to be their next captain is what it sounds like. That's kind of what it seems to be. He played 33 games. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, so that's, I mean. 
Yeah, and I, I guess, you know, try to we'll set call the tone. Him old so because he's my age, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I, and I guess you want him to try to, you know, set the tone, set the culture for sort of the next era, but man, I just cannot imagine him being being worth that money. Like, I don't know. I mean, what his average season is what, like 40 to 45 points? That's just that's not a six and a half million dollar player that you give seven years to. Uh, his best season was 52 points in the 21, 22 season, but that's, you know, he played a lot more that season, not the full season, but, and then other than that, mostly every season he's been below 40. So, and also missed quite a bit of time (laughs) in those other seasons. Yeah. They're paying, they're paying for more than just, than just offense with, with that deal. They're, they're they're paying him to be a leader, I think, going forward because it's not it's not for offensive production. Isn't that funny that him and Brad Marchand, there's they could both be captains at the same time of their perspective teams. <laughs> With that like those well, two I mean, not being looked at as the most mature people for their whole career, but now they're you know, they're in the point where they might both be captains at the same time. I feel like I feel like by the time Ovechkin retires so that Wilson's captain. I, I, I don't think Martian would still be in Boston for yeah. one reason or another. I mean, Ovechkin could play until he's 50 and like literally just stand in the left circle and rip one timers. Like, yeah, that's what he's gonna do. Yeah, it's what he's gonna yeah, do. Yeah, I went to a I went to a Bruins Capitals preseason game years ago and he played like five minutes straight and just only stood there. And I don't even know if he went to the other end of the ice. He was just like, was there. Didn't ever come off the ice. <laughs> it's working for him. So he's probably mm-hmm. going to keep doing it. Mm-hmm. All right. Any final thoughts, guys? No, I'm good. Same. Bridget, you're good? I'm good. Okay. All right. Well, thank you all for listening. We will talk to you very soon.